Hello Footizens, welcome back to our channel FCAST, the football podcast. Till now we have discussed about our love affair with the game, the emotional side, the side the fans see. Today we are going to on a voyage, a very interesting journey into the deep sea, towards the end that matters, the business end of football stuff that goes on in the dressing room of high-profile clubs and then we have with us our guest who will take you through his journey and let you have your last probably your solo attempt at getting yourself involved in the world of football now what are we talking about then sports analytics sports analytics is the job of you know putting in numbers into the game making numbers do the talking understanding numbers in the game the how many shots were taken from inside the penalty box which were converted into goals compared to how many shots were taken from outside the penalty box this is just a very simple example to let you know Remember what we saw in the movie Chakte India? Uh, a man during the Australia India game, a man would come running down the stairs with a paper in his hand with a diagram of the hockey pitch. And they had noticed something about the Indian team which they wanted the coach to know. That is what to us was the first glimpse of many to follow what goes on inside the dressing room how a coach addresses a situation in a game and for this they need the help of people who are well versed with the numbers data science in football the art of mixing science with arts the football poetry meets real numbers like just to give an example remember the van persie goal against spain that flying header over the head of cassius who was off his line now imagine those being put into coordinates on the field x coordinate of where x and y coordinates of where van persie was positioned and where iker cassius was and thus you you can ask what is the importance of this information like you can teach strikers to angle their bo- angle their headers in such a way if the keeper is off the line now that comes by intuition to many good players but why not give an extra advantage to one who doesn't have that intuition we can do that for sure and with us we have a man tonight who will take you through how he d- advises players and coaches to take their game a level up to be that winning team who knows everything about the opponents the strengths and weaknesses and also analyzing their own in order to improve them so without delaying much more 
Mayuk will have the honor of introducing our guest tonight. Absolutely. Uh, so before that, I would like to say, as you all know, analytics is one of the most talked about things in modern day. According to some, it's the only way forward and not only in sports, but in every aspects of life. And in sports and our beloved game football, it is of no exception. So we see the big clubs to the minnows from the international giants to the big names as well as small names in the domestic arena, all turning towards analytics in order to stay in the competition. So today's episode, as Orko said, we have someone who deals with that day in and day out and has been in line for quite some years now. Let's welcome Mr. Naveen Ningaya, who has been the founder of Sports KPI. So hi, Naveen. Hey, Mayuk. Hi, Arko. Thanks for yeah. inviting me. And uh, it's my pleasure to come and interact with you all. Thanks for inviting me for this. Uh, thank you so much, Naveen, for coming, uh, managing your busy schedule. And also, I would like to uh, inform all our viewers that I and Orko uh, had this opportunity of interacting and coordinating with him for the past one month. And that, uh, that experience had been great. So once again, on this platform, I would like to thank Naveen for that. And uh, just, to, uh, put on, uh, just to add on uh, to Naveen's introduction, Naveen has been very instrumental in striving to improve to the performance of sports organizations through a bunch of sports enthusiasts providing end-to-end -end solutions through maths, technology, as well as game knowledge. He aims to empower all the stakeholders of the sports ecosystem. So, Naveen, that's, that's an excellent thing. So, I we would come to that. But before that, it's a regulation question. This being okay. a football podcast, so we would like to ask you, what was your uh, beautiful game moment? When, when was it you fell in love with this game? All right. So, hey, thanks, Michael. I think that's a great question out there. And I think it makes me thinking in terms of multiple things I've done uh, in the game of football. Maybe as a as a player, as a young guy, young kid, trying to you know learn the game of football or trying to play for my school or colleges, uh, or even my, for my corporate when I was working in Calcutta uh, for my first job as well. I think one of my beautiful game. Uh, I think I was yes. I think I, I did play to some level for schools, colleges, and the corporate, but. Uh, I always want to be in the professional front, either as a player or in some other as a stakeholder. But I think my beautiful, the first moment which I really saw was that I used to always dream of what typically happens when a, a football match halftime happens, a coach gets in into the locker room or the dressing room. And what does he communicate? What does he talk to the players and how do they plan up for the second half? Right. So you, you talk about what we call it as a dressing room talk, people call it as, right? So I had ne never had this opportunity before uh, in my life. And the first time I was doing the first I League match of Bangalore FC way back in 2013, we were playing against Mohan Bagan. That was the first game, BFC's official game in I League. And I was, I was volunteering at BFC to do some analysis. And the coach was Ashley Westwood. And it so happened that after the game, you know, myself and the other colleague of mine, we both ran inside to the dressing room in the halftime. And that was the first time I happened to see what really happens in the halftime. And I was able to see Sunil Chetri sitting down. So, so many players are sweating. What kind of coach communicates to them? What does it talk to them? How do they break up the game? How do they plan for the next half? I think that was a great moment in which I would love to say that. I'd never had an opportunity, always dreamt about what typically happens there. 
and to get that first experience being part of the dressing room and understanding what goes off in in the in the off time in the half time of the game uh, that was a brilliant uh, way of things which was really happened to me so i think i would say that's kind of a game changing situation which was there for the football my first experience ever yeah so it was i mean the, the footizens are really intrigued must be really intrigued by the fact that we have someone who has seen the interiors of the dressing room who has been there who is living a dream the first time i spoke to navin i remember we were talking about football and kolkata and uh, yeah i mean having you stayed here for a bit right yes yes i was there was my first job in calcutta and i was there for two and a half years i love the calcutta sports culture and uh, i happened to go watch a lot of football matches of east bengal mohan bagan i happened to play in maidan i played in a lot of clubs like ccnfc parsi club a lot of corporate tournaments and i really enjoyed being in calcutta for the time had sweets oh yeah yeah i do love <laughs> sweets there uh, but i think it was mainly the sports which really hooked me on and uh, that was really i can't forget the way the calcutta and it supports every sport it's i mean we know calcutta for for football right, right. but i think cricket bad i mean table tennis tennis so many clubs out there the saturday club parsi club rangers ccnfc i really loved being there i enjoying sports in calcutta also uh, so how lovely are these words because a lot of people uh, hearing this would love to hear from uh, speakers good things about kolkata from someone yeah. who who has uh, who had a stint here who is actually not from here so uh, this uh, so thank you so much for this lovely words now coming on to the uh, the question uh, with which you actually deal with so i just need to know actually all of us need to know when and how did you actually fell in love with analytics the number part because analytics is a completely different world it's different from playing so so when mm-hmm. did you actually turn towards analytics so if you just share your experiences sure i'll, I'll tell you how it happened mayuk i think uh, how exactly uh, things brought in okay so i was the my first uh, interest was to work in sports work for any team any club any organization i was just inclined to move from my i mean if you know my as to work in corporate before want to get into sports right i've done like 10 years of in corporate what was, was your field i mean navin i i, I was in switching yeah, what was i your... was an i was an erp consultant uh, so i has to work on supply chain consulting uh, more in it uh, so with a lot of software systems and everything so i has to be more of a certified supply chain manager uh, working on erp solutions and all uh so i'd worked for like 10 years right. in a lot of mncs and traveled to netherlands and then you know work to understand what typically happens visited many factories supply chain warehouses and everything so i did that for 10 years and uh, that was like some kind of a calling was coming that hey you love sports you want to enter how do i enter should i do my sports management i mean i'm not a player i'm not a coach i'm not a physio i'm not a doctor how do i be how do i work with the team was my uh, exact uh, you know trying to enter the sports world that was my major motto uh, so so then that's when this all started off uh, it was not an analytics as such i was actually traveling to netherlands uh, way back in 2012 or 13 and uh, i have and in the flight i happened to see this movie called moneyball right 
Uh, I think everyone who can associate oh, analytics yeah. and sports, they always look at Moneyball as a movie. Exactly. And, and I never knew that this. That was a cult movie on a point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and that changed the whole way. It will be inspiring generations we... to come. Exactly, exactly. And the movie, and, and I never understood baseball, in fact, but I just happened to see it, the way they look at numbers and everything. And I was not more of a, like a full number guy as such. I actually saw that movie while traveling to Netherlands. And in Netherlands also, I went and watched uh, PSV games. I kind of volunteered with the local club to, you know, just help them out as a volunteer in their training sessions. So after my office hours, I have to just go there, talk to people and say, hey, I want to help you out in the club. Uh, so that helped me to also connect with some of the, you know, the hockey teams out there. So just go on the weekends, watch some hockey matches and stuff. Uh, so that is what I was like trying to figure out what can I do? I mean, I was always looking at how do I enter the sports? I was even talking to some Dutch people, Dutch clubs or coaches and say, hey, would you like to come to India and do some work for Indian uh, sports, you know? Or do you want to develop, like kind of calling some hockey coaches to come and do some scouting for hockey in India, right? So, and or should I go to a commercial manager of a second division club in, in Netherlands and say, would you like to come to India and do some tie-up with the club? And that, when I didn't know anything about Indian sports, I didn't know you a single person uh, or any kind of people in the Indian sport. I was just like, just trying to hustle, trying to build some connects and meet people out there. Uh, so when I came to India, that the reason was also in terms of how do I enter sports. I started off doing something called as a sports meet, a meetup of sports enthusiasts way back in 2012. Uh, like it's like a, a monthly meetup just to call sports enthusiasts, call, uh, invite one of the Olympians, some, you know, Arjun awardees, uh, coaches out there to come and talk and then create that kind of a community. Now what we see everything online, it's been built up, but now that was we physically used to call in one of the sports, in one of those management institutes over the weekend. So that's why I started connecting with more people and trying to understand kind of with a lot of Olympians, hockey coaches out there, Arjun Awardees, uh, people in footballing uh, circuits. And that's when I, this kind of things was start calling in. So my interest was always entered to sports. It could have been anything to do with either marketing operations and stuff. But then I started looking at and reading paper. I said, I come from an IT background and how can technology can change sports was my first thinking process, right? So then I started reading about analytics, what happens, something called as notation analysis. You can just do with pen and paper. And I was like, okay, I'm an IT guy. I mean, I work from an IT and then can this be done in Indian sport? So I was just watching games, collecting some data, talking to coaches, showcasing something. And that's when that first moment happened when I was able to work with, I was able to watch a game between Bangalore FC versus the Indian national football team, a friendly game way back in 2013. It was supposed to be a closed door stadium match. And somehow we sneaked in in Bangalore, watched the game. I started collecting data or a pen and paper on my book. And after the half, uh, after the, Full game, I went and showed it to Pradyum Reddy, the coach over there, the assistant coach over there. He kind of saw it. He's like, okay, hey, would you like to come tomorrow and take a, some training on video analysis? Then I kind of you know, bunked my office, went there the next day. I mean, kind of put a leave, went there out next day. I understood what typically happens, what software has been used. And that was my first time when I was able to get to understand what typically happens. So I just volunteered with them, uh, Bangalore FC for the first year in 2013. They won the I-League at that point of time. 
I was I got a chance to sit for the post match analysis sessions, understand what kind of analysis is Ashley Vesto talks about, what do they look out information for. I used to get the match videos. I used to go collect data for that and come and show back to the coaches. I used to work with a lot of goalkeepers. I mean, many times not many work is done in goalkeepers. So right. Subrata connected- Paul is your friend, I guess you. Yeah, a good friend. That. Yeah. So before I yeah. moved to ISL, Indian goalkeeper. So- yeah, so even BFC also started working with the guy called Pawan. He was the first initial goalkeepers at BFC. So kind of tried to make some motivational video for him, trying to collect some data, his distribution, uh, you know, uh, is, is like percentages, is areas of distributions and everything. So that kind of work helped me to understand what typically happens. So it was, I wouldn't say it was more planned to do an analytics as such. It was more of a sports guy, want to enter sports. And I was trying to see where do I fit in. And then I saw this kind of an, a domain of technology in sports, analytics was something not being done in India a lot. And then I said, okay, well, how about doing this particular thing? So that's all this right. entire journey started off. Like, like the course that we did uh, uh-huh. and you said in, a, in, the, in one of the presentations that in India right now, there are about 50 analytics, uh, I mean, sports analytic people involved in football. So that yeah, for a yeah. size that India is, I mean, there must be more, I mean, more in exponential yeah. numbers. True, there are, there are quite a lot, I would say, but I think I'm only looking at some of the top clubs out there and how people might be using it. I think that the number would be much more higher now. Uh, but again, right. I'm just compared some of the data from couple, the, the, like, you know, look at ISL, maybe the 10 clubs right now, maybe 11 with ATK Mohan Bagan. Right and then I-League clubs, and then second division. So I just look at some numbers, and there are people, you know, who have been an analyst, they moved on to something else. So they, they have become like, a, maybe they've become like head of scout, head of football director. So people have actually also gained in terms of what exactly they want to do. So people have moved into a different, different roles as well. Right. So uh, going on with this flow, I would like to ask that, it is one of your mottos to create a pool of people who are interested in football to be educated about the analytics of the game. That is what you said to us when we first met. And yeah, with yeah. This li- in this line, I would like to ask you, the, what is the motto of Sports KPI? I mean, what is the bigger goal that you want to achieve? Right. See, Sports KPI was started off just to make, how do I help a team win? How do we help? Uh, someone team to perform, measure their performances. And and when we saw in India, like obviously India is a, a, we always say about cricketing nation, there are so many sports out there where a lot of things can be done. All right. So we want to say that sports KPI has to be uh, like when people talk about it, like it should be like the single most company comes to your mind and say, hey, sports and analytics, this should be like sports KPI. And uh, it could be like, that's why we said we can, we are sports agnostic. We want to work in multiple sports. We want to solve the problem of uh, sports performance. We want to see how we can help teams, organizations, players win. How can we improve their performance? That's the overall objective, right? So how can we change the game? How can we help teams win using objective analytical information? And can that help them to improve is what comes up as part of Sports KPI. And we want to work in multiple sports. We want to make a mark with multiple coaches out there, organizations, CEOs, and the owners, so that they can see the, the major difference uh, when they can go and make that impact on the pitch. That's very, very important for us. 
Exactly. The impact on the field and the impact in the, I mean, the industry of sports analytics. And we are extremely hopeful that Naveen will take the the whole arena and the ball game of sports analytics in this country to a different level. Right, right. Mayur? It all boils down to your team. It's all the effort of the team who has been put up there. Uh, the people working for Sports KPI, the, the, the stakeholders of Sports KPI, it could be our clients, customers, uh, mentors, advisors, and also in future, the investors as well. So it's also a team game in which uh, we need to see that how we can solve this particular problem, uh, which can be done as our team working at Sports KPI. So that really gives us a lot more edge in terms of getting this implemented. Would you give us an insight about the, I mean, the running of the company? I mean, if okay. you can... Absolutely. Like the products sure. that Absolutely. you discussed about. This was something I, yeah. I also wanted to ask because a lot of uh, people listening to us would love to hear it. Yes. So running of the company. So we kind of have four different teams, I could say. All right. So one team is what we call as a front end analyst. Okay. These are the people who go work with the teams. Okay. We, we might in India, we might come with many such products or technology and say, hey, why don't you use this particular information? But considering the level of uh, the knowledge uh, of the coaches out there, we need to go and implement on the pitch. So what we say is we also provide you the analyst who can go and work with teams and implement our solutions on the ground, right? Because in a sport, uh, you know, in sport like uh, analytics or sports, which we work, you have to be on the pitch. That's, that's the single motor, right? So we have a team of analysts who works in academies, coaches, teams, uh, when the professional leagues happen, they go travel there, implement our solutions out there. That's one team. We have a sports data scientist team. This is our more like a research and development team, which works on a lot of models, building algorithm. We talk about machine learning and AI, which is a new set of things coming out. So that team works purely on uh, analytics as such. You know, this is something which we have crazy ideas, crazy stuff to figure out what exactly we want to do. And uh, they build those models and algorithms and stuff, right? So we are another team which we call the operation team. They're currently the backend team, we call them as. So they're the ones who actually collect data, look at uh, all the videos, collect information, store it on a databases, keep a storage intact. So every match which has been, uh, which we watch it, to collect those information is what the system, I mean, is the team which generates the data points, right? So we have a small team which works on our sales, marketing, and also in terms of uh, a bit of the, uh, what do you call the fantasy things also we do. So we create a lot of contents as well. So there's another a small team which works purely on sales and marketing. And then we also do a lot of work on the fantasy leagues and the content which we create. So there's another small team which really works on. So that's a pretty much the holistic point of people who come in. So whenever analyst comes in, they could either be working as a front-end analyst, they can work as a back-end analyst. If they're more typically into data science, they're looking at machine learnings, models, algorithm, they'll be working at more of a data science team over there. So that's our typical way of working right now. So uh, thank you so much, Naveen, for the insight. So I will come to one more question. And this question is because I personally am a market guy. So we do okay. a lot of market study. That's the reason why I'm asking. Uh, and one of uh, the recent market trends which suggest in the future job, uh, as far as future jobs are concerned, there are a lot of jobs which can be done from home uh, will be increasing in nature. And, think, uh, mm -hmm. and jobs which generally you have to go to office, those will find a lot, will 
uh, face a lot of reduction in numbers yeah yeah okay so what what i can feel is analytics is something you can very much do from home so post covid yeah. era and with the increase in awareness of different sports in india so do you find that analytics will be into a uh, whole new level with in the post covid era or or would there wouldn't be much significant change uh, changes according to you all right so you referring to sports analytics as such or it's like overall sports in general no overall sports analytics in this country and this post covid era so i am talking about both both the scenarios right see if you look at analytics as such uh, you also look at what domain of sports you are looking at let's say you can work with uh, a club typically a team and say we want to help you with analytics or analysis or you you work with organizations or you work with companies like a fantasy companies or broadcasters so all these areas you can actually implement analytics into right or maybe analysis so now you need to make sure that this is more implementable people are using it they you are building solutions so that someone can make use of it and provide a value to that particular thing yes if you looking at most of your uh data science or data machine learning and stuff you can do a lot more building models at the back end itself that's not a problem you need to have data you need to generate information so all such things can come into picture that's not a problem what also is very important is how do you implement your models on the pitch how do you communicate that information can i see a result because you take a lot of assumptions when you build a models or trying to figure out what can be done but would that model really help out someone is it really helping out a player or a coach or this thing you need to go and implement on the pitch as well right so that means we see that that's a impact on the pitch will give us a lot of confirmation that hey this is something which can be usable it doesn't require just become a thesis and then stored somewhere else so it has to be more implementable kind of a thing or executable i would call it as so in that case considering that yes there a lot of work on analytical domain can be done at the back end at home and then you can create a lot more jobs out there but sometimes you should also be in the foreground to understand how to communicate this what exactly the customers look out for what exactly the coach's expectations are can there be someone who can bridge the gap between this models algorithms the results coming out of it into the the jargons of a sports coach you know how do we communicate that so you need that linkage also happen and that can that will also be there when you actually go out with the team and work with them so you need to connect that both sides of the world becomes also very very important so i would say yes both the work kind of things will will be, can be done and lot of analytical work can actually work also from the back end as well hello yeah so navin yeah after saying all this i would like to know the funny side of the thing the not exactly the funny the thing that drives you i mean that feeds your passion i mean those <laughs> moments that you have had with coaches and you have interacted with a lot of i mean professional i mean sports people those who are from the industry you have been a industry person inside person since quite some time now it has yeah, been almost yeah. 10 years i guess yeah so yeah no, i think it's been just close to 4 4 4 and 5 years yeah right five but you now. took yeah. your steps back in netherlands the world and the land of total football mm-hmm. that's a brilliant yeah. thing and so okay. give us some insight some stories that you shared i mean that story of the cricket game how to look at cricket okay. from a different angle and mm-hmm. if you could just 
say a little bit about the XG in the, in the okay, okay. football. All right. Okay, cool. No, I think uh, it is, 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 is always, I mean, I always have this intuition uh, that, or not intuition, I mean, the, the way I always follow this thing about uh, whenever you actually work anywhere, uh, or like you know, understand the customer's pain points, you know, understand what is the problem? What is the problem of a coach? What is he looking for? Is he expecting too much? Is he uh, something which is like a very basic stuff? And how is that really relating to the game? You know, so I kind of value that uh, feedbacks coming out there. Whether it could be a coach, it could be a CEO, it could be an owner, it could be anyone of, of, of that level, right? So I tend to always go interact with them. It could be any sport, go watch them, talk to people, talk to coaches, understand what they typically need, right? So, and then it comes into in terms of nowadays when you've seen, when things started off way back, I think early, I would connect more on football, kabaddi and other sports. Cricket had always had a lot of to do with analytics and data. Uh, but I would connect to the, this kind of the world where I have more experience towards it. So it was a days in which even if you know some software to work on analysis or video analysis, you have been hired. So there's no problem at all, right? Nowadays, when, when, when the game develops, right? When a, uh, when a game develops, the data starts creating. If you've seen ISL has been like six years now, you know, the seventh season is going to start off. Pro Kabaddi has been close to seven years right now. Um, so Pro Kabaddi like it's been seven years. So there's a lot of data has come right. out over there. And what, what, so now it's like, how can an analyst make, bring a value to the club, right? What can it do? You know, what is the new things can he bring in? I think one of the key more for like the, the key priority or the theme they expect is like a coach would expect is that what, what would an analyst look at from his mindset, which I really can't think of. Right. Uh, that, because, that, that example of that Praveen Kumar delivering, you know, the exact ball for the exact batsman. Why don't you share that? I mean, no, yeah. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll bring to the other concept, which, which I shared with you before. Uh, so it's like uh, we were doing this uh, symposium at uh, IM Bangalore called Sports Analytics Symposium. And we had called three coaches, a coach from cricket, a coach from football, and a coach from Kabaddi to talk about how typically analytics has been used. Uh, so what I've realized nowadays is coaches expect something unique, which an analyst can think of, you know, when in our corporate job, we call it out of the box thinking, right? So when it comes out of the box thinking, so they know that every strategy is same. You go cricket, let's say T20 game, the typical strategy which everyone follows is, okay, power play, first six overs, what typically happens, right? So how much score, how many runs we need to score? And then after power play, right, the there are some targets in. in mind. Yeah, so they have like seven to 15 right. overs. So what typically mm -hmm. happens, how much strike rate we should keep, how much target are we looking at? And then again, the death overs, 16 to 20, how much runs we get in. That's what every coach typically works through it, right? That's like set trend, set trend in any cricketing uh, jargon in T20, right? Most of the video. Right. So now, now the coaches are expecting like, okay, this is I know about it. If analysts come and say, hey coach, we, we scored this much in, in first six to six overs in power play. We scored this much in the last death overs. I think they would know that. So they're expecting like how different this analyst can be how different this out-of-box thinking can be. So I think you were telling about a story wherein an analyst came in and said, coach, see, we got like 120 balls. Okay. So why should we always say that batsmen should only bat and the bowlers can't bat? 
So 120 balls. So we say if each one bats, uh, 10 batsmen, everyone gets 12 balls each. Okay. And you're a coach. You're supposed to train the people on the pitch or you can actually need to make them coach, you know, right. make them help him train. Understand. Them. Understand those things. So like, mm -hmm. otherwise you just, what was the point of a coach? And then he says, right. if you can, if you can teach a player that you get 12 balls, your target is only 25 runs, right? So if everyone hits 25 runs, all right, in 10 balls, if you can teach right. them to hit 25 runs, then we're going to have a score of 250 runs. 250 runs is a great score in a T20 game. Now, you are a coach. For any day. The idea for you is that on the training pitch or in your training days, you give the batsman a target of 25 runs in 12 balls, right? Teach them how to hit sixers. That means three sixers, you know, uh, nine balls left. 18 runs, runs. So you have to score another, what, seven runs in another right. nine balls, right? So that, can you do it? So maybe, is it possible? It is not, depending on traveling, training sessions, and many such stuff. It is doable or not, it's a question mark, all right? But the thing is, what a coach likes us is, hey, he's able to think in a different manner. His out-of-box thinking is able to come in. It is still doable or not, a coach can decide. It could be a crazy idea, but still this is something unique uh, analyst is thinking about, right? So that is something right. is an expectation of coaches right now. How unique is he? How different is he thinking? What extra can he add from my own ideas? Because coaches are bombarded with so many things that's been happening in their head, right? If someone can give right. them a different, unique set of ideas, out of the box thinking, and they would always, always really appreciate that kind of work. Right. So, and, and we say in analytics that don't just give what coach has been asked for. Don't just give what has been asked for. Do some proactive things. Do something extra. Right. That works. Even in corporate, it works like that. You know, if you do some extra, then you obviously your appraisals are going to be much better. But then exactly. it also works here. Right. Anything <laughs> unique, anything right. this thing. Don't wait. They're asking for it. You go create a report, give it to them. Coach, I did this for you. You want to have a look at it. They would love to see that. Right. So they always exactly. love something unique coming out of it. Which a different point of view, to be exact. Exactly. True, true, true. Very true on that. So those comes in. And then you're talking about XG or group, right? XG is a right. very uh, metric used across. It's called expected goal. I'm right. not a too analytical guy, but I'll just talk to you about. So people are able to think through. Let's look at an example, right? So yeah. what is a typical thing about football? You got to win matches, right? How do you win matches? You score, score more goals. goals than the opposition, right? Right. What do you do to do score goals? You take shots, right? Right. So you take better shots, you take more shots, that can create into getting more goals, right? So right. obviously shots have to be taken from a better positions, right? You take from wide areas, the goals can't be coming there, right? You have to take right. shot, we call it as zones 14. 18 yard box, right. six yard box, you know. You know the yeah, areas in divide which... the pitch into uh, yeah. various sections on, so you know, on an imaginary lines. Yeah. So you know yeah, which area... Third, third, like that. Yeah, many such things. So you know in which areas if I take a shot, you tend to can score goals. Correct? So if you're taking like you know, from side from the corner, you can't... Very chance, low chance of scoring a goal, right? Some in the middle penalty areas and all, you get a lot of score. So we said, if you are to score more goals, you take more shots. So in order to take more shots, you have to create a better shot locations, correct? So what are the things right. you can actually create which will help you to take more shots? 
It could be the passes in attacking third can create more shots. It could be winning the ball in attacking third and taking a shot. Right. So there's a right. new, there's a there's a metric. I think it's been widely used abroad called expected goal. So it talks about if a shot has been taken, if a penalty has been taken, what is the probability of the shot going to goal? Right. It it can depend on multiple right. set of parameters. It could be like the distance of the shot from the goal. It depends on who's taking the shot. Right. Is the shot right. taker player. player is it taking from us? weaker foot or a stronger foot right it can right. take about whether the goalkeeper is standing in the right position or is not standing in the right position it depends on how many defenders are there in between the shot and the goal was it through a counter attack was it through a set piece how the shot came up so there are many things which will adding exactly. on to become where the shot goes to goal and now people are able to predict that right that means they say hey if a shot was taken from penalty there could be a 70% of a shot going to goal right because it doesn't go every right. time so people are able to come up with this and say hey are you taking a shots in the right areas and how do you to take those shots in the right areas because if you're taking a shot from a long distance it, the chance of going to goal is very very limited so take better shots and how do we create those is what uh, overall expected goal metric has come out and people have gone about and come up with a lot more metrics out there in order to help to understand what is typically happening in a football game right so in 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 short we can sum it up is like that you have multiple opportunities when you come to get to know the data that expected mm-hmm. goals that you can train yeah. a player to become a shot taker from such distance according to his skill set from exactly. his childhood and then Absolutely. in a game we can predict the chances of winning regarding that uh, yeah, yeah i think a lot more thing can be done or over there i mean i've seen a, a interesting story in some in, in in europe where there's an analyst who have been hired by the striker the striker wants an analyst to understand where exactly shot taking is at from his previous season and is unable to get you know goals because a striker if he score more goals his, his value increases and he get more better contracts right so now exactly. he works with an analyst and analyst is able to understand his xg values the expected goal values and he's consulting him and telling him that hey you have been taking shots all over the the shot map like you know areas of the pitch maybe you need to re- come into those areas or you got to be in those areas which can conversion can be much more higher and and is very fortunate enough to score more goals in the next season and his value also been increased over there so you can actually teach people also brilliant so Yeah. your positioning where you should be available what angle at which the shots are going to goal so these kind of things are really coming up in in the market quite a lot nowadays absolutely so navin in continuation to that uh, i would love to know uh, so uh, what are the basic qualities that are very essential uh, that uh, an analyst should should possess so could you just share uh, some light on that yeah i think uh, some of the key areas is i would say knowing the sport very very well right uh, we always assume that we know the sport uh, since we have been fans of following let's say in india everyone knows cricket right and everyone is an analyst everyone can say dhoni should have played the shot why did he play exactly. that everyone can make a comment right so but exactly. when you say when i when i say you should know the sport very well get into understanding what typically happens in 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 a game let's say it could be cricket or football what are the technicalities coming in the picture you know when i did my 
coaching license like called D license in, in, in football. So I had already worked with a couple of teams in ISL and uh, I league also. And I was thinking, I know everything about football and you know, I work with top coaches out there. But when you go there and understand a coaching philosophy in terms of how do you make the game fun for people? What are the coaching responsibility? How to create, how to keep a, like a, you know, we, we make this, um, uh, the cones, right? Cones, markers and everything. How do you create that? What are the basic definitions of attacking? What are the basic philosophy of a defense? So you understand the game a lot more depth. So I think it's always good an analyst can understand the game, whichever sports you pick up, a knowledge of the game. Because that's the reason some people say if you have played the game before, you typically understand a lot more better. Second so it's is like, a it's like uh, I mean, just to interrupt, it's like taking your eyes off the TV and getting back them into the books and applying them on the, on the field to understand the game even much more. Yeah, I mean, it's always good because sometimes you think, uh, okay, I mean, it's like, you know, like I, I know everything, I know data, I know numbers, I know everything about every player. But sometimes you go understand the technicalities of things, what typically happens, it's good, right? Uh, I mean, that's one, understanding the game very well. So you can do some coaching licenses and everything, any sport for that matter. Second, being like the technicalities of things, like what systems, softwares, because you need, you need to, things to be done much faster, you know, if you can make a, you can automate a report, you know, Excel report or some reports and you can right. make a presentation much faster and simpler. The match gets over, you have a data, just that you're reaching a hotel, you can get back the report to the coach. It's much faster. It's like fantastic. Right. So there's some technicalities right. out there and now some understanding of the data science concepts, data and everything has become quite essential for people to understand because it's all about numbers it's objective information which you want to put across. So, so and so forth really comes into picture, right? Now, people have their own preference. The coaches have preference. Some people, some coach will prefer, okay, I don't want him to know more about football because I know about football, but I want him to know about technicalities of stuff, right? Data science, softwares, and how to work on it. Some coach would prefer that, okay, he might not be great with systems and data science concepts, but you should also understand the game of football also, maybe the game itself. So that becomes a lot more important. I would say one of the key most important is also your communication. It, it becomes uh, your ability to listen and understand what typically happens uh, when a coach speaks about it, what all things to pick it up. How do you communicate your information to players, coaches, owners, so or anyone as a stakeholder. Communication plays a very, very role. Uh, let's say a team has lost a game. How do you communicate to a coach? How do you communicate to a player? Because no one's going to teach you that, right? I mean, right. you have to figure out what typically goes on. The sensitivity. That's the intuition that you work on. I mean, yeah. So the emotional part, uh, you got to be there. The sensitivity of the information. How do you communicate that to the coach? What really happens? So I would say communication comes as a, one of the biggest skill to be. You know, if you're good at it, fantastic. That'll be great. Right. So, yeah, so I think maybe to put it across everything, like if you know the sport very well, the game of any sport. Second, the technicalities of things, what softwares, what techniques, how to use it, if, like, you know, system softwares. Third, bit on the data science concepts, the stats, numbers, if you can read, understand the data point. I think now those are things that's really coming out. So, and right. on to, top of it, to it covers up, everything. It's communication, yeah. Right, to sum it up, you get to know everything about your 
the way you can take your baby steps into the world of sports analytics to any of the footizens who want to explore this arena. Naveen uh, runs this course through his foundation of sports KPI of sports analytics and he even did a course on tactical implementation of ideas in the game of football. These are the two mm. courses that we have done. And we are, I mean, we are just blown off by the amount of information and the knowledge that we gained through this. And I would just like to share one example, uh, one example of the knowledge I gained is that okay. Liverpool has a, a throw-in coach yeah. at this point of time. And this is a information that we, that I got from Ashwin. And I was literally, he's one guy like who eats, sleeps and drinks football throughout his day. I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he has the ambitions of being a coach and we wish him good luck from our side. We'd love to have him on the show as well, Naveen. Sure, sure. Definitely. I'll definitely inform him as well. No problem. Love to be right. in this. So why don't you tell, tell, take us through your course? I mean, just a brief right. idea about... Correct, correct. So and, I think what uh, happened... Yeah, Naveen, Naveen, just sorry, sorry to interrupt. Uh, with that, please take us through your course as well as please put uh, give give us some uh, give a message to all the footagents who are hearing uh, regarding as in uh, why should they take uh, take up analytics as their career? Right, right, cool. Yeah. Uh, so what really happened was um, coming to course. I'll tell you about why we did this course as well. So there were a lot of times when people said, I mean, most of the people whom we have hired in our company also is like. Hey, uh, Naveen, I'm, I'm so much into interested in sports analytics. I've done my engineering. I've done in uh, working in corporate. I want to move to sports or I want to be in analytics. So help me out. So based on our requirements, we have hired people and we have made some careers. Also, I think I'm thankful to sports KP and this journey that some people have been able to go and work with some teams and stuff. I think I'm sure I'm able to help them with those. So we, we used to get a lot of uh, requirements saying that, hey, we want to work with uh, sports KPI, we want to become an analyst, or we want to work in the sports industry, how do I do about? Uh, and our domain was sports analytics. So we said, how do, if someone wants to become an analyst, how would they even go learn something, right? They don't have to do a sports management by paying so much of lakhs together of money. Uh, you don't have to spend one year of time to understand sports management because you just want to understand sports analytics. That's where you're there. And anyone can become. There is no minimum requirement. You could be a doctor. You can become a sports analyst. You could be an IT corporate guy. You can be a sports analyst. You could be a student. You can be there. You can be a playing guy. Who has your career is done. You want to move into analytics. You can become, right? There's nothing. We can teach you. People can learn. So when that came up and said, there's nothing in the Indian market, or I'm not sure about abroad, that where a person can say, hey, let me go and learn sports analytics. What is it that's happening? What are all the things that have been required? So I said, okay, let's start some beginner level where anyone is interested to get in. And they said, okay, let's start this particular course. And this course was planned even before COVID. The plan was to do a, a physical coaching, a physical training, calling everyone to maybe in a, in a, in a star hotel, getting them book the weekends and then you know teach them across. You know, Many of the corporate, we do that, right? So Hello. it so happened that that was a plan, like you know, sort of calling them on the weekend, get them physical coaching and physical training of the courses and everything over the two weekends or four weekends. Uh, so it so happened that the COVID hit, we said, let's do a survey and find out how many are interested. 
So we just put up a Google Doc and Google Form and we put across to our social media. And in fact, if you believe me, we got close to 100 people saying that we are interested, you know. We, we wow. didn't put the cost. We didn't put the cost. And we said we got 100 people. And from different parts of the region, you know, Chennai, Bangalore, Delhi, uh, maybe some second tier to cities as well, Calcutta, Odisha and everything. And we realized, hey, we can't call everyone to Bangalore to come down, you know. Look at the cost of traveling itself. It's never going to happen. So it has to go online. And then the COVID hit. We said, okay, let's start it off. The first batch went on the month of March. So likewise, people started asking for it. And now I think we're going to starting off our eighth batch. So we are very fortunate in this course that we are able to create close to 120 odd uh, analysts out there who can understand these things. So we are building a community out there because these people can work with their own sports, which they're passionate about. They can work for their local academies in any of their regions. So they can start getting an entry into this sport is whatever major focus area was, right? And tomorrow, if we want to have uh, any opening, we want to expand, we can, uh, we can take people from there because we know them, they've learned it, and that's easy for us to choose them also. Uh, you so, offer internships as well. Yeah, yeah. So we offer internships. We've done this. A few guys are also doing internship. We've finished a course with SportsKP as well. Uh, so that's always there. So the course is something called Sports Analytical Course. It's a 21-day course done over three weeks. So we teach concepts. We've got three modules there. One is called Video Analysis. One is called where we teach about tactical analysis, technical analysis, bit of GPS information and data. Then we move to Excel for Sports. There are many data which has been generated. So how to use advanced Excel functionalities to understand that to understand the sports data itself. Then we cover some of the- Also name the instructor. I mean- Yeah, yeah. Are, correct, correct. I'm coming to that. Right. So we also have uh, like uh, data science concepts, like this is the, for the beginners course, where we teach some of the concepts of Python, how to use Python for sports data, how to do analyze, analysis, how to do visualizations, how to do, build a small predictive modeling also is what has been covered. And what we say is, uh, you might do all the theoretical, practical work of over there. Most of this thing has been virtual classrooms and we teach, we pro almost provide hands-on content over there with assignments and everything. One of the key important thing which I always feel is you have to get a real-time exposure about what typically happens in a pitch. That's the reason we have like expert sessions. We call people who are industry experts. So we had like Pradyum Reddy uh, was one of the top coaches out there in Indian football and who understands the technology and analytics very well and connect to the sport. Uh, he comes in with his expertise and talk about how typically happens in terms of scouting to match analysis to expectations of the people. Second, we also go and call a couple of, like we have our invitation for an analyst to actually work with the teams. We had an IPL analyst, like people who work in cricket, people who work in football, in ISL. We have an analyst who are actually worked with, uh, from joining from US, who had actually worked in a baseball tournament, also baseball uh, clubs in, in US, so that they can talk about what typically happens there. So these are the two areas in which people have to understand. So we bring in expertise from the industry so that they can connect and network over there. The biggest thing about the entire sports industry is to have networking and connections. So we are trying to help out building the community out there where people can exchange information, build a network, build a connect, which can really happen. So the course has been conducted. I, uh, I myself take this video analysis session and my colleague Sushant takes the data science concepts 
uh, in this particular course. And so doing all these things, recently we came up with a very short course, which is called Tactical Football Analysis. So we know everyone can talk about football or of tactics, but we said, okay, let's give them the understanding what, what to look out when you watch a game, how to look from an analytical point of view. So we put up a, a one week's program, which was, a, we finished that successfully today for the first batch. And we look to see a lot more uh, people in the next batch as well. So that is something related to only sports specific. Now we might also move into more sports specific short term courses, and that will also help out people. And we got a great response coming out there. In future, there are a couple of few more small topics we already decided upon, and you'll get to hear a lot more on those things as well. So thank you so much, Navin. Right. So you are building the community. Yeah, I think and that's very very building, important. Not only building the community. And you're also creating your own competitors in the future too. But I'm, yeah, I'm true, true. glad that you are doing it for the sports world. And in spite of the, all the factors, you are, I mean, you are con confident enough to take this forward on your own. And that's best of luck for that, Navi. Sure, sure. Yes. I think uh, in, the, in the world of uh, this business, you have to partner and grow. You can't grow alone. So I think it's good that we create more people, understand, and I'm sure uh, we all can grow together in this. Absolutely. Thank you uh, so much, Naveen, for this insights. Also, I would like to inform all the listeners that uh, the, the courses which uh, Naveen is uh, talking about, I and Orko had personally been a part of it. And from personal experiences, we can tell you that it, it is just worth taking the courses, worth uh, get, uh, being a part of the courses. So I would like to personally encourage all of you, uh, all those who, uh, all those who are interested in analytics. So this Naveen is the best person for you to get in contact with. So having sure, sure, definitely. Yeah, good. Having said that, anyways, Naveen, you, if you want to just say something, uh, just to no, no. End, end it up, you can uh, just from your side, if you just want to address something. No, no, I mean, I think you're talking about the course. If someone was interested, you can go to our website, sportskpi.com slash courses. You'll find you it. We'll have all that in the, we'll yeah, have all that in the details of the video. Yeah, yeah, awesome. No problem. And yeah, I think this is something I want to put in. So, Mike, you're talking about the final comments? Yeah, final comments. Anything you want to, uh, the, anything you want to tell to all the viewers? Anything? Yeah. No, guys, I think, see, uh, uh, yeah, see, all this thing was done more of like a sport as a passion. I'm sure I've spoken to many people who have a similar kind of a passion uh, for sports. They want to do something in their life or to be part of the sports industry. It's a tough industry, no doubt. Uh, you need to slog a lot. You have to connect with a lot of people out there. Uh, but yes, there are a lot of people who want to be in sport, but really can't take the plunge and go and doing out there. So how are possible with whatever bandwidth you have. So try to see how you can pursue your dream or even to get some kind of an exposure in the sports industry. And you can always reach out to us to get any kind of information. And you can connect me on LinkedIn or check our website and speak to any of our teammates out there. And I look forward to see you on the sports page and uh, you can always connect with, with me there. Guys. Or you can connect with me and Orko. We will connect you. We get you connected. Yeah, definitely. Anytime. And how did you like our podcast? It was fantastic. I would say this was my first podcast. I've done a few other interviews before. Uh, from a podcast perspective, this was the first one. Uh, I hope uh, it, it came up really good. I hope uh, this uh, many, many people will be able to listen to this particular thing. Uh, and Naveen, you also, you are most welcome to join us uh, in, in 
uh, whenever you want whenever you want to share something or whenever you want to be a part of uh, the podcast anything related to uh, sports anything related to analytics in any genre of the game uh, in case yeah. you uh, you you always feel free to come and join us in case you want to and your colleagues too yeah definitely definitely i think definitely i'll tell uh, ashwin to connect with your co and plus i think it, it, it's i think i'd love to see you guys because once i spoke to mayuk he turned out to be investment banker was interested in sports then the bigger shock was like orko was a doctor and was interested in sports i'm like crazy people out there and the first thing i really liked when mayuk spread about the podcast i was like wow this is amazing so i think he has doing some awesome job guys so good we connected a month back and we see we can take this a lot more forward over there right thank you thank you so much uh, navin for managing your busy schedule and uh, turning up today so it it's been a utmost pleasure for us to host you and uh, so having said that we will uh, look forward to many other associations with you so orko would you like to say something okay so finally bye photosens we'll see you someday soon thank you so much bye bye all right thank you guys take bye. care bye bye